Welcome back to the first live episode of the Broncos Avenue podcast, officially live on YouTube. The only place you can get our uh, podcast live here on YouTube. Super excited to go ahead and start this one off with you guys. Uh, I'm your host, Amir, with my coach, Jordan. Um, our first live episode, super, super excited about this. Um, I see you guys all in the chat. Give you guys some shout outs. We got Jizo Clark. What's up, man? How are you doing? We got Philip. How are you doing, bro? Aiden Stewart. How are you doing, man? We got uh, Jizo, Aiden, Philip going crazy in the chat. We got plenty more people coming to see all 10 of you guys. Pre- appreciate you guys so much. We'll be reading you guys' comments throughout the live stream. Um, super excited to do this. Been uh, waiting a while to you know get this one out for you guys. Um, but without further ado, we're going to go ahead um, and just talk a little bit about the D.C. search. Um, I know the Broncos, they hired their new uh, special teams, um, you know, assistants, um, you know, and Mike Westhoff, this 75-year-old is now the assistant head coach and the special teams consultant there in the front office or just in the coaching staff. And super excited about that one because he's not only produced, you know, great special teams in New Orleans, but he's consistently put that out for his teams that he's coached. So really excited about that. You know, as he's getting older, he's more in a consultant role, um, which leaves us with Ben Kotwika. I apologize for saying his name incorrectly, but he is the new special team quarter of the Denver Broncos. Super excited um, to get that kicked off because, you know, Jordan, especially Jordan, has talked a lot about how the special teams needs a lot of revamping. How how do you feel about uh, these hires moving forward, getting these two guys from uh, the success they had in New Orleans? Oh, I love it. I mean, you know, I'm big on experience. So, I mean, bringing in a guy like, um, I don't want to pronounce his name wrong, Mike um, Westkoff. I don't want to pronounce his name wrong. Yeah. Yeah, And the other guy we brought in for the coordinator. I mean, we need help. And I think, you know, I think we've been ranking bottom of the league in special teams for like the past four years. So I think it's time to come in. These guys going to make some changes and just establish a different culture on special teams, just dominate in a different attitude because special teams have just been terrible. Yeah, and then we obviously we got the uh, the DC search still going on. Uh, we I kind of expected a hire to be made around uh, you know last week, um, around the, the weekend that we just got done with. But it's taken a little bit longer as Vance Joseph is visiting with the Philadelphia Eagles on Wednesday and Thursday. Um, so you know, as today we're uh, live streaming this on Tuesday, so the the hire should be expected, you know, within the next few days or so. Um, you know, the latest being around Thursday when he gets done with his uh, you know, two day long interview with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, we should have a pretty good idea. So it seems like the the, the two presumed finalists are Rex Ryan and Vance Joseph. Um, obviously we've voiced our opinions a little bit about that, and um, let's go ahead and start jumping into the questions today after. You know, now that our uh, updates are out of the way for the Broncos, uh, you know, coaching searches. So the first question today, and we're going to get reading you guys' comments throughout the the live stream. I see already a lot of you guys um, with your your comments. Um, You know, uh, obviously, oh, Philip, he brings up a a good point here. He says we have to get a good wide receiver coach next. I completely forgot to tell you guys, uh, the Broncos are moving on from Zach Azani after five seasons with the team. Um, he was retained by, you know, multiple coaching, uh, new head coaches. Um, that just shows to how much, you know, the players love them and how much he was met in this building. But ultimately, Sean Payton felt it was the best to move on. And um, I'm not I'm not mad about it at all. I'm really happy to see a whole brand new staff um, here in Denver, especially the guys that, pay, you know, Sean Payton trusts the most and can work with the best to get the most out of his wide receiver room. So uh, a room that definitely um, with a lot of hope hasn't really lived up to the expectations, mainly due to injury. And you can't put that on Zach Azani. I personally like Zach Azani, but like I said, I am, um, you know, pretty happy that this is going to be a whole brand new coaching staff. Um, besides, 
uh, the Broncos retaining Marcus Dixon and Christian Parker. I'm super, super happy about that. I'm actually really shocked Marcus Dixon didn't follow Averill to Carolina. He's a hell of a coach. Deshaun Williams, you know, raved about him on the pod. Uh, make sure you guys check that out on the channel, our interview with Deshaun Williams. But yeah, super excited uh, to look for our new, you know, wide receiver coach next. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump in a to a few of our questions before we got look into your guys' uh, live comments here. Um, we got from the IG, uh, from, you know, I put a, posted a question poll on my story yesterday. Our first question is from Broncos Access on Instagram. He also runs uh, Rust Media on TikTok, a super good account. I uh, like everything you put out there, man. Make sure you guys follow Broncos Access on Instagram. Um, his question is, who is your favorite player in the NFL right now and a player you dislike? I'll let you uh, kick this one off, Jordan. Yeah, first I want to say uh, what's up, Broncos Access, man. I, I've been following him on TikTok for a minute. We follow each other. He's pretty cool. Um, I'd say my favorite player in the league right now, I'd probably still have to go Von Miller. I, I'm, I still love Von Miller. I'd probably say he's still my favorite player. Um, a player I dislike, I think, you know, a lot of people who watch the podcast know is Melvin Gordon. That's probably the player I hate the most. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like, do not bring up Melvin Gordon around me at all. I can't stand him. Uh, mine, uh, my definitely my favorite player. You got, you guys already know. I honestly want to see your guys' comments. Who, who's my favorite player in the NFL right now? The real, the real diehards know who my favorite player is. Let me, let me know in the chat right now. While you guys comment that, um, uh, my least favorite player is Travis Kelsey. F Travis Kelsey. Everything you stand for. That, That's that, crazy, bro. That that mother, bro. He acts so cocky, and he acts like the whole you know NFL was sleeping on the Chiefs, and the whole you know you know players on the trash cans and stuff. Screw Travis Kelsey, man. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's the best tight end in the league. But I'll give him his respect and nothing more than that. I don't I don't like Travis Kelsey, the person. The player, he, he's pretty good. Um, So far, nobody has guessed it in the chat. Come on, guys. Who's my favorite player? Ah, there, there, there you go. go. Sway. Sway. Sway's got it. Javante Williams is indeed. And shout out to you, Sway, for being in the chat. Appreciate you today. Hope you hope you guys are having a great day. Um, Yeah, Javante Williams is easily my favorite. Wrong. Javante Williams is my favorite player in the NFL by far. Uh, Philip is saying Justin Jefferson. That would have to be my favorite non-Bronco. I love Justin Jefferson so much. He's a freaking beast. I literally will sit there and watch Jefferson highlights for days on and even watch Vikings live games just to see Justin Jefferson. Um, I always, you know, I have it. I've had him on my fantasy team the last two years and he has not let me down. So um, love Justin Jefferson um, so much. Uh, thank you guys for sticking in the chat with us. Our next question is going to be from uh, George VS 20. He asks, how many years is Sean Payton expected to stay in Denver? I think the contract, it hasn't been confirmed, but it, it's, it's around, I believe it's going to be around five to six yeah, years. I'm I mean, the Broncos, yeah, the Broncos, they keep, you know, um, bringing in these guys on, I want to say short-term deals because Vic Fangio and Nathaniel Hackett were, I believe, they were on four deal, four-year deals. But um, they're seeing a lot more committed to, you know, Sean Payton by giving him the extra one to two years and a lot more money. Greg Penner in the front office and um, even the ownership has shown that they want to keep him here for a long time, even in the post-Russ era. Yeah, I would probably. Yeah, it's a five-year deal, but I'm gonna say he. You know, of course, he stays longer than that. I'm gonna go around like maybe eight to ten. That's just my prediction that he stays in Denver. I think eventually he'll retire, but I'll say about eight to ten years. Um, I, I already see you guys in the. So uh, we got Judy is tough. Yeah, that's my second favorite player. You guys, uh, J J Jared Judy, I love him so much. Uh, we got Aiden Stewart saying mine is Justin Simmons and PS2 tied for my favorite player. That, that's yeah, dope, man. Yeah, PS2 is my number two dog. I, 
See, and we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about uh, th- this dude in a little bit. Whether or not the Broncos uh, trade him, um, I'm gonna have to replace him with uh, either PS2 or uh, Justin Simmons on the wall for the podcast. So hopefully we can k- keep Corden Sun. But you know, obviously we're, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. It's a bit of a topic we've had over the last 24 hours. Um, but our next question is gonna be um, from Asian Princey. Um, thanks for the question here. Uh, he asked, do you think uh, this is a perfect, perfect um, right after we're talking about this? He asks, do you think Denver should trade Cortland Sutton? Uh, Jordan, what, what, what do you what do you think? Um, I think it's kind of a tricky question. I think that it depends on what teams are offering for him. But me personally, I would say no, unless you can get like a second or a team is willing to come off a low first round pick. But I think, you know, like the trade Albright proposed, I think it was Zach Wilson, Denzel Mills for Corland in the fourth. Denver better not do anything like that. But no, um, I don't think we should, but I think we should definitely see what he's worth. I'll say that. Um. Yeah, so my my whole uh, you know thought on this whole thing is he says his all time favorite player is his Emmanuel Sanders. Dude, I love Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders. That's probably my favorite receiver of all time. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so my whole thing on Corlin Sutton is if we can get the right you know value out of him, I mean, why not? But it's only if what the Broncos follow up plan is gonna be. What is it gonna be? Their plan B. We've talked about this on the pod. Are the Broncos gonna get a Brandon Cooks? Are they going to get a Michael Thomas that is a much more, um, you know, schematic fit to replace Corlin Sun, whereas, you know, a small speedy guy is like Brandon Cooks? Um, are the Broncos going to look to the draft to potentially find their next big guy to replace Corlin Sutton? I know the draft is pretty – I feel like the draft, there's uh, there's some good depth at wide receiver. I, I You know, I, I like the, the draft um, at wide receiver. Um, you know, it doesn't have the biggest size. I think there's a lot of speedy guys in this draft, some good route runners, not the biggest size. A lot of the sizes in like, you know, the first round with uh, Calvin Johnston and you got, you, they could take it to Xavier Hutchinson, you know, the later rounds, but, um, you know, there's a lot of guys we'll have a, you know, a whole episode dedicated, dedicated to that once the draft comes around. But, uh, we want to see what the Broncos do in free agency in terms of Cortland Sutton. I say, keep him. I, he's a fan favorite. I like Cortland Sutton. I think for the people that just judged him off of last year saying that he can't catch you know 50 50 balls to save his life anymore i don't think that's solely on him um did he have a down year yes definitely jerry judy easily surpassed him for wide receiver one um you know for the, the time that he's going to be here so um you know it, it's pretty simple with me for sutton trade him if you get the right value and if you have a backup plan to uh, replace him here yep. um and then also trading him you know opens up you know different you know avenues to bringing guys for, you know, that are underneath Jerry Judy and let Jerry Judy uh, flourish. And obviously Brandon Cook's a great connection with, um, you know, in Sean Payton's offense. I'm sure he could build one here in Denver with, uh, you know, uh, you know, a deep arm like um, Russell Wilson. So super excited about that one. Yeah. So our next question is going to be from CMV Han. Uh, He asks, who would you bring in as quarterbacks coach for Russell Wilson? Um, I don't know. I don't, it's not that many guys left that has experience with Russ in the past. I would just stick with, you know, whoever Deshaun Payton decides to bring in. Um, didn't, didn't we hire a quarterback coach or we haven't yet? No, we haven't. You know, I was yeah, thinking haven't. about what if we brought in Daryl Bevel? I yeah, if he I would, would be willing to leave the I, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, but yeah, but he's there. He's he is their, their quarterback's coach. Yeah, he's their quarterback coach. So, I mean, it's a possibility. Do I think, mm. you know, that'll happen? Most likely not. But, I mean, I don't really know. I just feel like Sean Payton's going to probably bring in the best guy, you know, one of his former guys. But, yeah, if I had to if I had to pick anybody right now, it would probably be Daryl Bevel. 
Um, nice name you got there. Uh, he says trade Sutton. He has been a no show and wants the Saints to release Michael Thomas, sign him or Brandon Cooks. I mean, I mean, that's kind of yeah, it's kind of what we're saying here. I mean, I don't really disagree with you right there. Hey, what's up, my boy Jay? I see you, bro. I I really I really do appreciate you. He this guy, you know, all the supporters are great. You know, I greatly appreciate you. But the OGs kind of hit different, and Jay has always <laughs> been there. He's been literally like in the, like the first five subscribers of the channel. He's always watching the videos, liking the videos. Shout out to shout out to uh, Jay. You know, I really do appreciate you, man. Um, make sure you guys follow uh, him on Instagram as well. Drop your uh, your at in the chat, and I'll make sure to promote that for you. Um, uh, Sway asks, why do you guys think Sutton hasn't got back to Pro Bowl form? This is a really good question. Um, I think it's a lot due in part to uh, bad you know, quarterback accuracy and also Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, I think it's mainly like, you know, we have gotten more weapons since he's gotten, you know, the Pro Bowl form and just quarterback, play calling. Um, I mean, it's not necessarily all on him, and he also got hurt. Um, but I just think it's it's mainly the play calling, like, you know, him not getting the targets, him not being utilized correctly. It has a lot to do with that. But I, I don't think it's a knock on his talent or anything like that because, I mean, his talent hasn't decreased since he made the Pro Bowl. Chizo says Wildcat with Javante. It's funny. Um, <laughs> Colby Sports, what's up, bro? What's up, man? How are you? How are you doing? Uh, make sure you guys sub to him on YouTube, Colby Sports. He does a bro. This dude does the funniest reactions to Broncos games on his channel. <laughs> I like, bro. I'll actually like admit. I'll uh, after games, I see this dude raging after Broncos game. It, it, it's it's hilarious. Uh, thanks for joining the chat, Colby. Appreciate you so much, bro. Um, Sway says, "Do you think Sean Payne could get him back uh, to that form?" Uh, I'm assuming you're talking about Corlin Sun. I yeah. I definitely think so. I think he can. I just think it's going to be tough because he's not, you know, he's not really used to having those type of receivers. But I mean, Sean Payton can definitely, if there's anyone that can do it, it can definitely be Sean Payton. Mm -hmm. uh, Bilbo, what's up, man? We haven't uh, seen you in the chat. Nice profile picture there of a uh, little baby. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, what running back do you think we will sign? I think Murray comes back. Uh, I think Murray comes back as well, for sure. I think everything that Sean Payton's kind of spoke, uh, you know, voluntarily to on air, you know, especially on the Pat McAfee show, that did everything in convincing me that he wants uh, Latavius Murray back. At this point, I'll be very, very shocked if, um, you know, Sean Payton doesn't bring Latavius Murray back on like a, a one-year, 2.5 or just two-year million-dollar deal. I think that makes a lot of sense for both sides. Um, and, you know, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I assume he's going to get a backup role wherever he goes, um, depending on the team he goes to. But I think he proved this year that he at least deserves a second string running back spot in the league rather than just sitting on a practice squad. Yeah, I would agree. I would say Latavius Murray. Obviously, the, the dream choice to me would be Josh Jacobs, but he's getting franchise tag. But, um, yeah, I would definitely go Latavius Murray. I mean, he showed promise. I mean, he showed he could be a running back, too, stayed healthy, and he played hard. So, plus, not to mention him and Sean Payton have a connection. So, yeah, I think it's Murray. Nice, nice. Um, so our next question we got uh, is from Forrest. He asks, what is your favorite Broncos moment that you have watched? I'll oh, let you wow. start this one off, Jordan. Wow. Um, favorite Bronco moment. Let us know in the chat, guys. What's your favorite? Oh, uh, that, that, I'm moment? not going to lie. That's tough. It's a lot of them. For me, I would probably have to say C.J. Anderson's walk-off against the Patriots in the snow. That had to be my favorite Broncos moment ever because I, I I hate the Patriots so much. I hated them so much growing up. So seeing CJ Anderson just just go crazy, like I mean, it was that game was just by itself insane. Uh, mine has definitely got to be Super Bowl Fifty. I'm surprised you didn't say that one. Super winning Super Bowl Fifty. Ah uh, man, that was a hell a hell of a day for me. That was um 
I would say the day I decided I was going to be a Broncos fan like forever and just, you know, commit my entire emotional state to this franchise was uh, Super Bowl 48 when we lost. You know, you guys ask, why was it that Super Bowl? But I, I cried that Super Bowl. I'm not going to I'm not going to even hold you guys like that. Super, that Super Bowl hit different, bro. And I was a little kid. I was oh, only man. I was I was only like 11 years old. Like that day, I really decided that you know I I belong in Broncos country. But my favorite moment's got to be winning Super Bowl 50. Man, that hit different. Everybody's talking about the best offense in the NFL, the team that went you know 15, uh, 17 and one up until the Super Bowl, and they they were the heavy favorites. They only lost one game the whole season. They were just an unstoppable offense. But our defense completely shut everyone up. Got six sacks. Cam Newton couldn't do shit. Uh, the running game couldn't do shit. So that that was an incredible, incredible game to watch as a Broncos fan. Um, and then just Vaughn Miller, you know, being second overall pick and taking down the number one overall pick like that, that, that felt so good. And, you know, forever I will be a Vaughn Miller fan, forever I will be a Broncos fan um, because of these uh, those two mo- moments right there. My honorable mentions, though, got to be drafting, the, uh, drafting this guy and drafting Jerry <laughs> Judy and also trading for Sean Payton. Trading for Sean Payton. No, nah, trading uh, for Sean Payton was crazy. I'm not unbelievable. Lie. Oh, that 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 was crazy. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Um, let's see what you guys are uh, saying in the chat. Uh, Jesus says the fake by Peyton Manning against the Cowboys. That's a, man. That's I, remember, I remember that game because my mom is a Cowboys fan, and so is my sister. So I mean, why? That, I remember I was a kid. Like it was just crazy. I thought it was a run. You just see Peyton Manning just running in the end zone. I was like, oh, yeah. That oh, was, that boy I, can that move. Was... Um. So we got uh. Yeah, he uh, fat daddy says Super Bowl Fifty living in the Carolinas as a Broncos fan. That that's dope. That's dope. Um, next question we got um, from Nick. He asks, "Do you guys think that Sean Payton will actually use Albert O. Unlike Nathaniel Hackett?" No, no, really. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, I'll be surprised that. I mean, I'll be surprised. I'm surprised that he's on the roster. It's really, literally, because nobody else wanted him. Um, I think if, if he does make the team, I could see him using him. But I just think Alberto, his hands is just a problem. I mean, just he's got to learn how to just catch the ball and hold on to the ball. But I think, yeah, I, I think if Sean Payton gets him, he could maybe utilize him better and get the most out of him. But I, I don't really want Alberto on the team next year. That's just me, though. Says, so, dude, I was screaming when we traded up for Javante. Bro, me too. I was Bro, going no, so crazy. No, I, I'm no. I'm not gonna lie. When when uh, we traded up, I remember everybody, like every Bronco fan I know, the hype was like Jock, and everybody wanted to put him on that defense. So I'm yeah. thinking we're trading up to get Jock, and I'm like, we got Javante. I was like, man, it's all right. But then I, I love Javante now. Javante, bro, a everybody wanted JOK so bad, but I, he's I a, he was a I'm beast. Like, what happened to him? Is he like injured or something? Like no, why? No, he, you know, he's still good. He just he he just doesn't get recognition. He just like he's yeah, he's just yeah. under the radar. Yeah, yeah, bro. I, man, watching JOK was so awesome. But Javante was my draft c- crush. Javante and Nick Bolton, those are two guys, man. Bro, I, Nick I was, Bolton, like, yes, I wanted Nick Bolton. Bro, I was so yeah. mad when he went to the Chiefs. I was like, bro, you have got yeah. to be kidding me. Like, why? He's a beast, bro. Nick Bolton's so fun to watch. He can do everything. But yeah, I mean, um, Jav- man, trading up to thirty-five with Atlanta for Javante. I saw that trade up, like the thing on the TV, and I turned off my notifications so I didn't get it spoiled. Because every year I have this habit of like turning on notifications, seeing J- JPA or Jordan Schultz. He he leaks a lot of the stuff and the yeah. draft picks like five minutes before it's announced on TV. Um, so I just turned all that stuff off, put my phone to the side, and I see we trade up. I'm like, bro, there's no way, there's no way 
and I see it's Javante, bro. I started screaming in my pillow and shit, jumping up and down, bro. I fucking I love Javante so damn much. That was an all time moment. Thanks for reminding me that of uh, reminding <laughs> me of that Aiden. That was an all time Broncos moment. Um, but yeah, going back to this question from Nick, um, I don't think he will. I think uh, Greg Dulcich is in, uh, you know, is full. Um, you know, I think Alberto's kind of in the rearview mirror. Maybe he brings him out for some plays as the, you know, second or third string. I think he goes in the season as a third string. I think uh, Sean Payton finds himself a solid blocking tight end um, in the free, either free agency or the draft. Um, but I feel, I feel like that's how Sean Payton's going to address that position. Um, who, I mean, who knows? Everybody's saying that he's going to trade for uh, Taysom Hill. So um, I personally, I don't want that. But, well, you, you never know with uh, Sean Payton. He, he loves uh, Taysom Hill. Even, uh, you know, he, he could have been joking, but he said that uh, wherever he goes, he was going to trade for Taysom Hill. So uh, we'll, we'll see about that one. Um, so Jay Gonzalez asked, do you guys think, and this is uh, kind of one of the questions that relates more, uh, you know, in recency to the Broncos. Do you guys think Rex Ryan will be a good fit uh, here in Denver? Um, so first I was kind of like on the fence about it. Like I had mixed feelings, but now I'm kind of all on board for Rex Ryan. I, I kind of, I really do want him to be our DC. I think it'll be a good fit. I mean, he has experience working with good players. I mean, he knows, I mean, yeah, he's been out the league for a minute, but I think he can come back and quickly adjust. And I think we need a guy who's just can solely focus on the defense and can stop, you know, can continue to stop guys like, um, Justin Herbert and figure out how to stop guys like Patrick Mahomes. So I just think we need a guy, a guru that's going to come in there and just hold it down. It, it, I don't think it's going to be anything like Evero defense. It's going to be most, it's going to be very different, but I still think Rex Ryan to hold it down. Uh, Sway, he says for this year, the duty touchdown against the Seahawks had me thinking this was the year, bro. That, that was for every Broncos fan, man. I saw that touchdown. <laughs> I was going so crazy. That was one of the best moments of the season just because of the adrenaline, adrenaline rush and all of just the, uh, everything building up, you know, thinking that, man, this could really be the year. I mean, yeah. when you're, when you're getting excited for the season with Russell Wilson, you're just thinking, yeah, it's going to be deep bombs. He's going to be going yeah. crazy with Sutton, and then, Judy, KJ Hamler. And you see a touchdown like that. You're like, bro, this is really reality. But yeah. And then, ever since that game, we just could not do anything on offense. Yep. And then, um, you know, I continue that game. Elvin Gordon continues to fumble at the one yard line and pretty much cost us that game. Yeah. Um, not gonna talk about Javante though, because he's, he's still him. But <laughs> no, nah, he's still him. But he did fumble though. But he's still him. Yeah. Um. So uh, Bilbo says Baron Browning's one of my favorite picks next Von Miller. I yeah. This that's another guy. I think uh, all of Broncos country was like so shocked that he fell down to the third round there for the Broncos. So um, hopefully he yeah. can develop and be the edge rusher the Broncos need. Yeah. The the thing about him though, we just gotta. He has to stay healthy. That's his main thing is stay healthy. But I, I want to thank Evero for moving him to, to outside linebacker because that was just a genius move, and he's a beast. Yeah. But if, if Baron Brown can stay healthy, he can be a beast, but that's a big if. Yeah. All right, so um, Owen, oh, I didn't answer this question. Uh, Rex Ryan, you guys know how I feel about him. I'm kind of warming up to it. Will I be excited about it? Definitely not. Will I root for the guy? Yes. Um, at this point, I don't want Vance Joseph or Rex Ryan. I wish we could have some more interesting candidates, but what are we kind of left here with? Um, hopefully, you know, my biggest thing with uh, Rex Ryan is just the fact that he hasn't coached in like six years. Um, and I don't really know how ahead of the game is going to be to him. Uh, you know, granted, he has been an analyst for, you know, the NFL for a few years now on Get Up, and he's watched, you know, a lot of film, obviously. And, you know, even if you're not working as an analyst, I'm sure, you know, a former coach is watching film all the time, but. 
yeah, the, hopefully he one element that he does bring that I like is he's going to keep, you know, the pressure up front like Avera brought to the Broncos. And I do like that. But also another thing that makes me more warmed up to the idea of bringing a Rex Ryan is the fact that we got news. Christian Parker and Marcus Dixon will be back. I'm so, so happy about that. Um, so at this point, I mean, I don't want Vance Joseph for Rex Ryan, but um, I mean, you guys already know who I'm leaning towards. It's Vance Joseph. Um you know, obviously, everybody hates him for this time here in Denver. I've already talked about that. But I, at this point, I don't really want either of them, though. That's just kind of where I stand. Um, but in terms of just answering your question straight up, will Rex Ryan be a good fit? Um, I, th- I, th- I think he will. It's just a matter of, like, can can he really, you know, go back to the stardom he was at? Can he call plays and adjust this defense in year one um, after missing six years of football? Um, those are the lingering questions with Rex Ryan. And also there's, you know, um, you know, everybody talks about the great culture that he, you know, you know, sustained in this time with the, um, you know, the Jets and even the Ravens, is especially that stands out. Um, but, you know, we don't really know how that's going to mold here in Denver, especially with what we saw with Vic Fangio. Um, they're two kind of, you know, old school style coaches, defensive coaches, um, considered some of the more, um, you know, just old school uh, styled minds in the NFL, uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. So I don't really know how that's going to mold and bond with the team. And that's going to take the, you know, defensive players a long way. So uh, I really wonder how the players are going to play for him and how they're going to buy into what he wants to do here in Denver. Yeah. I think with that, I I think he's more of a player's coach than Vic Vangio. I think, I don't think it'll be that bad of a like, you know, relationship between them. I think he'll actually get along with them pretty well. I mean, he he's all about winning. I mean, you can go back and watch all of the hard knocks and everything with him. <laughs> he just wants to win. Like that's that's the main thing with him. He just he's all about winning. Yeah. Um Darby was locked down last year until he got hurt. You just can't stay healthy. Yeah, we talked a little bit about uh, Darby in our uh, trade cut candidate uh, episode with uh, Jordan Lopez. Make sure you guys go check that out on the channel when you get a chance. Um, don't want to miss any comments here. Um, game. Oh, so a new a new person in here. Um, I see you got that uh, Br- that Russell Wilson trade um, NFL uh, you know picture profile picture right there. Um, but grinding. He uh, welcome to the chat. It's a new guy here. He asked, uh, "Is Russ good enough to have a Super Bowl run?" I know we say coaches was the problem, but there were so many Russ mistakes, like the wide open Hamler pass against the Colts. Yeah, there was a lot of missed reads from Russell Wilson this season. Um, Jordan, what do you th- what do you think about this one? Um, I think Russ did get a little bit exposed last year. I think coaching has a lot to do with the way, you know, he can succeed and everything like that. And Broncos had the worst coaching um, staff last year in the league, in my opinion, outside of Everett. So, I mean, I think Russ is still good enough to have a Super Bowl run, especially with Sean Payton. But like you said, yeah, Russ, yeah, like Russ, <laughs> yeah, Russ did have mistakes. But I think, you know, a lot of that is just he's going to have to start going over his reads more because a lot of that was him just missing guys wide open. Like he was just missing guys wide open in the flats and the corners just – he just needs you just need to go back to being Russ and a lot of bootlegs, play action, throws on the move instead of making him a shotgun passer because he really struggled. Just like you said, the the play with Hamler, he's just not going through his reads. He's always looking towards the sideline because every in Seattle, every time he rolled out, he's throwing to the sideline or he's throwing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not looking in front of him. He's not looking at the the guys coming in the middle of the field stopping. So but yeah, I'm not the to answer your question, yeah, I think he's still good enough to have a Super Bowl run. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, for sure. I agree with that. And, you know, that's a great point you make about throwing to the sidelines. And he just, it's not that he relied, was relying too much on Cortland Sun. It was, he's just relying too much on that side of the field for whatever reason. That's just where he feels comfortable throwing the ball. And it, it's because, you know, uh, it sounds kind of, you know, a lazy, you know, analysis, but he's really short. So he's not going to be able to always see over the middle of the field. And I think that's something that Sean Payton, where he comes into hand and makes a really, really, really good point here um, that, you know, he, Drew Brees is one of the best, you know, th- uh, you know, quarterbacks of all time and throwing in the middle of the field. You watch, you know, watch his film and you watch his stats and you go out, you can go on next gen stats. He's one of the best, you know, the most accurate quarterbacks in the middle of the field of all time. And it was because it was Sean Payton. He wasn't always that accurate in the middle of the field until he came to New Orleans. So um, I think getting a guy like Sean Payton for Russell Wilson is exactly, exactly what he needs. I mean, you know, we've always talked about how big of a scheme fit and you know perfect scheme fit this is for russell wilson it's a match made in heaven and russ knows it that's why he was banging the table for uh you know sean Payne to come here to denver because it makes so much sense schematically and he's going to get the most out of russ and you know get the most accurate russ as well the, the russ that makes the best decisions to carry this team to a super bowl i um, mean he doesn't even need to carry the team to a super bowl i i don't think it's necessarily about russ it just there's so many things that need to you know go into effect and, you know, go right and go correctly for the Broncos this year. I was watching a Brett Veach uh, interview, the Chiefs GM on the Pat McAfee show. And he was talking a lot about how their Super Bowl run this year wasn't all because of Mahomes. It was because of, you know, so much that had to go right in that front office, you know, from the draft to free agency to the preseason to making the right roster moves to Andy Reid calling place to the relationship with him and Andy Reid and the relationship between Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and Eric Bieniemy and Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. Like it's a whole ripple effect. Everything needs to go right. It's not going to just be Russell Wilson because as soon as Nathaniel Hackett left last year, Russell Wilson balling out. He looked like if he was playing like that the whole season, the Broncos would have made at least a wild card. So yeah, I think. I think this is there's so much needs to go right for not only the offense but the entire franchise this year because there wasn't a lot of complimentary football that was played last year. And if the if we can get the right DC and the DC can have a great relationship with Sean Payton and the front office and ownership and the players, I think we have a much better shot at you know having a Super Bowl that you know uh, this comment is you know mentioning. Um, but yeah, Russ does you know to go on to you know the point of him making a lot of mistakes. He does need to limit those mistakes. They were hurting us. You saw in the Rams game, it completely killed our momentum. Three interceptions just completely drove us downhill. So um, that absolutely needs to be uh, limited. You know, thank you for that uh, great question there, uh, grinding. Um, so going back to the IG questions. Um, so uh, another uh, OG supporter right here. I appreciate you, Ignacio. He asks, what are your OC predictions? Um, my my personal prediction, I think the Broncos, uh, we haven't really gotten any news about Doug Marone, um, who I thought was really going to be the hire from the get-go. But it seems like, uh, I don't know, for some reason, Sean Payne doesn't want to bring him in. So um, as of right now, our options on the, t- on the table are still kind of Dan Ruchar. Um, My personal favorite right now for OC, who I want, is either Dan Ruchar or David Shaw, I would love I would love both of those uh, those candidates right there. But uh, who are who's an OC that you want, and who's an OCD that you think is going to get the job? I said it from the start that you know my dream coaching staff would have been either Jim Harbaugh and David Shaw OC or Sean Payton and David Shaw OC. So I'm gonna keep going with David Shaw. I think that that right there is what we need. I, I think he was low key getting an interview just to see. They want to see what type of offensive mind he was just in case they needed to hire an, an offensive coordinator. He can be the guy. Yeah, I would love David Shaw. I think he deserves another chance. I mean, you can get him in the NFL, and he can prove a lot of people wrong, especially under Sean Payton. Yeah, uh, you know, Sean Payton's West Coast offense focuses, you know, more on the pass. And I mean, he's a uh, – 
he's definitely great at inventing and being creative and innovative with the pass. And David Shaw is more of a run guy. And if you bring in a guy like David Shaw, who could arguably be a head coach in the NFL, I mean, and you know, was a head coach there a long time at Stanford to eventually step down. A lot of you know executives believe that he deserves a OC position in the NFL. And when you bring a guy that focuses predominantly on the run game, and then a guy like Sean Payton, who's great at you know with uh, quarterbacks, you know, throwing the ball, those two will mesh really, really well together. And this kind of relates to what I was talking about early on. You know, Rex Ryan being great at the the, the pass rush, but uh, you know. Christian Parker, the DB's coach, being great in the past, and it'll mesh really well together. I think that's what perfectly will fit here in Denver with David Shaw and uh, Drew, or excuse me, uh, Sean Payton. So hopefully, uh, David Shaw is just kind of you know kind of going under the a- radar right now for the OC position. We know a lot about the DC in position uh, and interviews and how that's going, but we don't really know too much about the OC uh, interviews. We haven't really heard too much about that. Um, I think maybe Sean Payton's waiting on that. Or maybe he already uh, has kind of gotten some interviews done and is just uh, waiting on a decision or even maybe interviewing a few more guys. But right now, uh, both of us, we would love, uh, um, uh, you know, um, David Shaw. And I, I would not mind, um, you know, Doug Marone or um, uh, Dan Richard either for this position. Both guys that can definitely step in day one. And I feel like hit it off um, with this offense and Sean Payton. And like we said, uh, many times, and as you guys, uh, if you don't know, Sean Payton will be calling plays. So this, uh, at the end of the day, this will be Sean Payton's offense, but it's going to be a collaborative effort for sure. Um, so our next question is going to be from Braden Conway. He asked, do you think Denver will draft, sign any tight ends this offseason? I kind of answered this already a little bit earlier, but um, I think for sure uh, Greg Dulcich is the, the franchise tight end. Um, I think that has to be one of the things that kind of drew uh, sh- you know, Sean Payne to this offense. I think he's a, a great building piece to go off for this receiving game. And he already has a, a little bit of a connection with Russ, which is really positive to, and you know, encouraging to see. So um, I definitely think you got to bring in a blocker if you're not going to re-sign Eric Tomlinson. But I think regardless, you, you can't just go in the offseason and not draft or sign a tight end. Um, but if you're asking, will the Broncos draft or sign one? I, th- I think they'll do both. I think they're I don't think I think Sean Payne loves his tight ends. He does. You saw it a lot in uh, New Orleans with Adam Trotman, Taysom Hill. And the list goes on. I mean, you go all the way back to Jimmy Graham and he loves his tight ends and, and uh, implementing them in the offense. Yeah, I think we do. I think that. um Eric, I, I I think we might bring back uh, Eric Tomlinson, but I would have to say I think we do either in a draft. Uh, early on, I predicted the Broncos would try to get a tight end in the third round. I, I don't, I haven't done my work on the tight ends. I know a few of them, Dalton Kincaid and a few others. But I think, yeah, I think Sean Payton may try to go after one in the later rounds or maybe try to sign a veteran tight end for cheap. But I wouldn't be surprised because, I mean, I don't really, like I said, I don't see Albert on the team next year. So I see Sean Payton kind of filling that hole. Um, next we got, uh, Aiden says, I wish we kept Rosberg and the coaching staff. I mean, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. He, I, I like what he did for us the last few, uh, see, you know, last few games and even the whole half of the season, uh, where Nathaniel Hackett just simply, uh, admitted that he could not be a head coach. Um, I'm really grateful for, uh, what Jerry Rosberg brought to that team, but it was in the best interest of Sean Payton to, uh, you know, get his guys. And I, I, you know, I trust him with that decision. Um, yeah. <laughs> Some people are just ro- roasting Melvin Gordon in the comment section right now. It's hilarious. Jay's yeah. asking, what, what do you think our record is if Melvin was cut? Bilbo, at least two more wins if Butterfingers wasn't here. <laughs> just cooking him in the comments. Melvin Gordon, had, I made so many videos about this. Melvin Gordon has cost us so many games and potential games that he almost lost us. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. The games against Washington, Miami, Seattle, 
Houston. No, and I don't think Bumble against Houston. San Francisco, like I can keep going. I mean, it's just it's it's so bad. I think if we cut them, I think we definitely yeah, I gotta agree with them, like around two more wins. But it's, I, I think we definitely win the Seattle game. Definitely win that game if he doesn't fumble. I mean, uh, the, the Chiefs game in the last game of the season, the Chiefs game this season, like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get it. I, I swear I don't. Uh, Philip asked, do you do we resign Saubert? I, yeah, I don't think so. Um, I mean, maybe Sean Payne sees he's something not a, in him that we didn't I mean, see, but I don't think he's like a, a guy that really makes you say, man, we really need to bring this guy back. But yeah, he isn't I mean, a bad option that, you know, deep in the depth chart. No, he's not bad. I mean, he's a good red zone target. I could see us bringing him back if Sean Payton really likes him in the red zone and just doesn't feel like going to get another expensive replacement for that. But I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but I just don't think we do. I think Sean Payton is going to be a whole new, you know, era. I, I, I don't think Sauber comes back, but I mean, I wouldn't mind it at all. All right. Um, next question, uh, going to the running back position. Um, Jamal, excuse me if I – um, you know, pardon me if I said your name wrong, but he says running back sign one in free agency or use one on our first pick. Um, I would not use one on our first pick, no. um, given any unforeseen circumstances. I think you got to still have uh Javante in your plans. Um, uh, once he's able to come back, you know, to full capacity around like week four ish, um, they're going to ease him in. Um, but yeah, I don't think you draft one with your first pick. The Broncos currently have around, I believe, like three third round picks um, to start the draft. Um, maybe two. I could be wrong there. No, but it's two. It's two. Two. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think you. I, I already voiced my opinion. You guys saw on the YouTube short and my Instagram. I think you got to definitely draft an offensive tackle with that first pick. Um, regardless, even if you sign one in free agency on both sides, I, I don't care. You still got to draft one to eventually um, develop. Um, you know, it, it does depend a lot if they're going to bring back Calvin Anderson, who is a swing left and right tackle. But um, I think you got to draft the offensive tackle with the first pick. Um, you know, maybe they let go Darby and they want to draft one. But, um, you know, either cornerback off tackle, but I don't think running back. But in free agency, I'm kind of just still leaning towards bringing back Latavius Murray and then bring in like a veteran with uh, some competition that will, you know, compete in OTAs and even training camp. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of. I would agree with you with, with that. I don't think we draft a running back with our first pick. I think if we do, it's going to be in the later rounds. I'll say like fifth, sixth round, something like that, possibly fourth. Um, free agency, I'm still leaning with, with Latavius Murray. But I did see somebody in the chat say earlier, um, they asked if we should sign Zeke or Miles Sanders. No, I don't think we go in that direction at all. I think that um, if we do end up signing a running back, um, one guy that I would say I really like is Kareem Hunt. But – I still think we go Latavius Murray. I don't really see us doing a big splash at running back. I'll be shocked if we do. But if there's any guy that I would really like us to sign, it's Kareem Hunt. Yeah, that, that was a guy I was advocating for at the the trade deadline for sure. I like I like Kareem Hunt. Um, you know, he certainly he knows that he's not going to really be a starter in the NFL um, in his future. But he 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 can be a really really honestly probably one of the better second string running backs in the entire NFL. So um, he still plays at a high level. Um, opinions on singleton ish or longish term contract. I would like to bring him here for at least a, a, a two year deal. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, I'll say at least two, three year deal. He's good in the run game. And I think Ray Rex Ryan's gonna love him because he can get downhill quick and really stuff the run. So I, I could see, you know, them probably bringing it back on like a three year kind of three year 11 million type deal, like lock him up and not pay him too much. Um, going back to the IG questions, we got. 
Um, who is in consideration for offensive coordinator? We kind of already hit on this a little bit, yeah. so we'll go ahead and uh, uh, pass that one. But our last que- our last question from the uh, IG, um, you know, story poll uh, we have from Hopper ninety two. He asks, "Could Sean Payton actually fix our offensive struggles? Was that really all we were missing?" We already kind of hit on this, but I think I think for sure, like. 99.99% he is going to get us at least like an additional like three to four uh, wins, you know, even if we were to get another solid coach. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you're talking about a guy who career averages. I think he career averages in 28 points per game or 29, something like that. Yeah, he's yeah, definitely going to fix our. He's going to definitely fix our offensive struggles. I think that he's kind of hit on it throughout the season of the, you know, the things that he would do to fix for us. And was that all we were missing? I think we're, we were missing just coaching. I think coaching was the biggest element that we were missing this season. I mean, I know we were injured a lot, but I, I don't think the injuries played a big part in the reason why our team was losing so many games because our defense still played lights out and we just really had to score 18 points around that number. And I think we'd have been in the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm going to say, yeah, he can fix our struggles. And that that's really all, that's really all we were missing was somebody that can come in and coach and just a new culture in Denver. Yeah, and then obviously, like the whole injuries thing, um, completely forgot to brought up. You know, the Broncos hired their uh, new strength and conditioning coach, which I'm really excited about. Um, they got Dan uh, Del Rimple, I believe his name is pronounced. Um, you know, a long time uh, strength and conditioning coach with the New Orleans Saints. Award winning. He was, yeah, he was there every single year. Um, that he was on, uh, you know, the staff with Sean. Every single year that Sean Payton was there, he was on his staff. Um, like you said, award winning uh, strength coach. Um, uh, very well respected strength coach. Um, there's been multiple articles and stories, and I think there's even a book even talking about how he's one of the guys who, um, you know, has innovated his own plan towards keeping players healthy through diets and conditioning and his own method. You know, he's known for limiting injuries on the teams that he's on. So this is literally the perfect fit for the Broncos, exactly what they need. Um, you know, I really that's just the biggest thing with the Broncos the last three years. You know, the coaching's been terrible, offense has been terrible, but the injuries <laughs> have been the worst thing. We just cannot stay healthy to save our lives. It's like every year we have a star wide receiver, you know, blow up their Tears knees. Tears his ACL. It, it's just every year, every year a key contributor was key contributor is going down with the Broncos. Obviously, Von Miller, you know, the last play at training camp, he blows up his knee. And that's uh, that's one big thing that, you know, hurt the Broncos that year is they couldn't get any, you know, edge rush going, any, um, you know, pressure. Didn't we – Um, I'm tripping. Did, didn't, didn't Ronald Darby tear his ACL? He did, yes. Yep, so we had three guys tear the ACLs this season. Tim Probably, Patrick. It was more than that. Aaron Patrick. Yeah, 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 I was about to say Aaron Patrick. So, well, no, he got hurt on the out of bounds play. That, that 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 was crazy. But it was um yeah yeah Tim Tim Javante and Ronald Darby Aaron Patrick. That's absurd. That's insane. Four there's probably I think there's more than that. There's um what's his name? Demaria Crockett. He tore his ACL in training camp. Yeah. He, oh yeah, he did. What what happened to Mike Boone? It wasn't serious. He didn't tear his ACL, didn't he? He's he's been having ankle injuries his entire time in Denver. Yeah. I feel bad for the guy. He, he's a really fast, speedy, shifty guy, but he just can't stay healthy. So um, that's going to be easy walk for the Broncos. Um, but, yeah, that uh, that wraps up our uh, questions um, for the IG poll. I'm just going to kind of take a look at your guys' questions um, for the rest of the live stream and whatever you guys want to um, talk about. But, yeah, I'm super excited with that strength uh, strength and conditioning coach hire. Um, you know, I'm really excited about that. Uh, I really wonder what they're going to do with uh, Vic, Vince Garcia, the head uh, athletic trainer for the Broncos. That also plays a big factor into the Broncos injuries. Um, probably going to get let go. 
Um, you know, I I don't mean to you know root against anybody's yeah. uh, job, but at the same time, I I, I definitely am pushing for that. Um, I want to see a whole new you know staff here. I'm tired of you know it's been three years in a row the Broncos have been like nearly at the top of the league, uh, you know, leading injuries. So, um, Aiden Stewart says, looking back at draft capital, we would have had him uh, had if we didn't trade Russ. Do you regret us trading him? Um, not no. I would, no. you know, now that we got Sean Payton, it really changes my mind. Um, even before we had him, I said no because I think that a lot of teams in the league would have made the same deal if not gave up more. I think Denver. Um, I mean, you got to realize Russ's was arguably top five when we traded for him. I mean, a lot of people had him top five, definitely top ten. So I think in Subo winning quarterback, I mean, it's Russ. So I mean, I don't regret us trading for him, especially now that we do have Sean Payton. But before I didn't, because I mean, the talent's there. You just got to get everything else. You just got to get the coaching right. I'm not necessarily. I'm not. I'm not saying that the talent around him needs to be extraordinary and every guy needs to be an All Pro. But I'm just. I mean, coaching has to be there for really any quarterback to thrive. So. No, I don't yeah, know. Aiden. You, Aiden, you are right. It wasn't Achilles. I apologize yeah. for that. Um. But yeah, it's just like all those all, all those like leg injuries, the lower body injuries, the Broncos, those non-contact injuries. It, it's just gotta stop. And it's not always non-contact. It's just like I don't I don't know what it really is. We've seen KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, all of our starting receivers have all had lower body injuries that have you know kept them, you know, out of the season multiple, multiple games. So wow. Um just 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 need this to need this to stop to say the least. It's always happening to the most important positions on our team as well. And obviously yeah. our starting left tackle fractures his leg. Like he broke Bowles, his leg. So. Broke his leg. <laughs> yeah, fractured. crazy like. So yeah, just just looking at looking to move on from that to say the least. Uh, what do we think about Draymond? So yeah, this is a, another good convo. Um, I think we let him walk. He is too spotty and trash to get trash against the run. Inter- interesting. Uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna say let Draymond walk, but I do think Draymond is leaving. I will say that. I'm I'm gonna stand on that now. I think Draymond Jones is finna head to Carolina. I mean, that's just me. I think he's gonna go on. I think Carolina can offer him a little bit. I think they're gonna offer him more money than Denver will, but I don't. I want to keep him. Me personally, I would keep Jamal Jones. I don't think he's terrible against the run. I just don't think that's his strong suit. We need to be playing DJ Jones and Mike Purcell inside for that. But I think Draymond Jones, he's a good pass rusher. He does a lot of the dirty work. But I do think that the money he's going to – he's young, so he's going to ask for a lot of money. And I wouldn't be surprised if Denver may replace him with a veteran option or a guy like that. I think that we might end up signing Marcus Davenport, depending on how much money he gets from elsewhere. But I, I think Broncos might end up replacing him with a veteran option. But me personally, I would keep Draymond. Yeah, I would keep Draymond. Uh, we got some news this morning from Mike Cliss that the Broncos um, are not expected to, if they're going to franchise tag him, it's not going to be until around uh, early March, around March 7th. So um, that's a clear indicator that the Broncos might be letting him walk in free agency and looking for a, um, you know, a different uh, potential replacement there in the interior defensive line. Um, you know, obviously, I would love to have him back. I, I've talked about how I want to let Reisner walk so that we can bring, uh, you know, Draymond back. Obviously, it's going to take a lot more to pay for Draymond than it is Daunt Reisner. Uh, right now, the price for uh, Draymond looks around like 13, 14 million per season, which is, you know, that's a lot. But I mean, he has been a really good player in the interior, rushing the passer. Um, I think that's what we need to keep here in Denver. If we can find the right guy to replace him, I mean, why not? But um, I say bring a guy like Draymond back. He's earned it. He led the team in sacks, led the team in pressures. Um, I mean, why would you not bring a guy like that back unless you have a really good contingency plan in place? Um, 
but yeah, I definitely could see I definitely could see him walking for sure. There's already indicators that the Broncos might not even tag him. So if they're not wow. going to tag him, then they're they might just bring him in for a long term extension. <laughs> wow. Um, Jake Jake Yates, haven't seen you in the chat. What's up, man? Um, he says y'all remember the Talib uh, Crabtree rivalry? That shit was so fun to watch. Yeah, it, it it was it was. I was thinking about posting that on my uh, Instagram. Yeah, that was. I ain't gonna lie, I loved it. I'm not gonna lie. Me and my brother, we loved that. Like, I just love seeing the key to leave snatching his chain. It was the funniest stuff. Then, um, the other game, they were fighting all on the sideline, came on the field fighting because he he went low on Chris Harris Jr. It was just funny. I'm not gonna lie. The whole the whole thing was hilarious. Um, Colby still in the chat. Appreciate you, man. Yes, uh, cut Glasgow and Purcell. I say keep Purcell. Um, make sure you guys, uh, if you're out, if you're listening on YouTube. Um, you know, you know, mostly on for the podcast. Uh, make sure you guys go over to the trade cuts uh, candidates episode that we've had with uh, Jordan Le- Lopez up on the channel. We go through all the Broncos, um, you know, potential trade and cut candidates. Um, and also, we have a whole episode breaking down all the Broncos free agents and whether or not we want to let them go. Um, but Glasgow, please get out of Denver. I'm begging you, stay far, far away from this facility. Um, sorry to you know, make it out that way. But I Garrett Graham Glasgow, I just did not like the guy. He has been the biggest free agent disappointment for the Broncos. He had a solid first season, but ever since then, it's just been injury after injury, not being able to stay on the field, putting us in bad position. And then when he's on the field, he's just not good at all. Um, yeah. Best of luck to him in his career. Yeah, I agree. I'm with the same, I'm same thing with you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep Purcell and I'm going to cut Glasgow like the first day that we can cut him. Just let him walk immediately. As soon as the new league, like, bye. Like, I, I don't want him to never step foot in our facilities again. I mean, it just, yeah, it was a bad, it was a bad hire. Can't stay. It's like, it's like every time he steps on the field, it's just, he gets hurt. Like, he's always getting nicked. And then like, it, you, every time he gets hurt, he just gets, his play just gets worse and worse. So I'm cut. Um, I was just looking at this comment. Yeah, I seen uh, it. That, that, definitely that's interesting. crazy. Yeah, that, 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 that was that was crazy. He says, um, hear, hear me out. Extreme hot take. Broncos do good this year. 13 and four. First round by chokes the Super Bowl, just like we did against Seattle. Do uh, we really choke? I, I don't know what you mean by choking the Super Bowl here. We don't really, we just got fucking destroyed. But, um, I assume you mean like choked our chances. But, um, then we convince Vaughn to come in and we win it the next year in 2025. If you, if you get this right, I will cash up you $500. I'll be honest, like he he has a point. I'm not gonna agree with the choke the Super Bowl part. I don't think we're gonna end up making the Super Bowl this year unless we just come out gunning. But I will say, um, the Von Miller thing is very interesting, very very interesting. I kind of did a deep dive into this. I mean, he 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 still loves the Broncos, obviously, but I'm looking at his contract, and I think the Buffalo kind of signed him on the impulse to kind of win now. And I think their window is gonna end up closing. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna say close, but it's diminishing. And I think that Von Miller is going to become a cap casualty. I mean, he did. He tore his ACL. He's in, you know, so they so because he got injured, they only had to pay him $5 million this season, like, for the base salary. But next year, he's 18, 18.6. The year after that is 21. Then you have 21, and 21, million, 21 million in 2025, 23 in wow. 2026, and 30 in 2027. I'm going to go ahead and say Buffalo cuts him after next season. Bro, I was going to say. Yeah, I, I don't think no one trades for him. Um, and I will say this once he gets cut from Buffalo, because he's Von Miller's not gonna finish out that contract. I just I I'll doubt it. Like I, I seriously doubt that they keep Von Miller unless they win a Super Bowl and he goes ballistic and has earned his stripes. I think Buffalo cuts him and yeah, I definitely could see I definitely see Von Miller come back to Broncos and at least playing another season for us before he retires. 
That's a great Definitely. point he, you guys brought up. He, I'm looking at his contract right now on yeah, the his fly. Is... Yeah, 2025, they can save, let's see, 14 million and dead. They can save 14 million cap space and move on from him, like straight up. So, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's possible. Yeah, man, look, I, I'll keep it a buck. Von Miller wanted, if you watch his YouTube videos, he wanted to come back to Denver. But Definitely, the thing yeah. was, but yeah, he wanted to. One, Denver didn't want to offer him that much money. Like, they didn't want to match Buffalo for rightfully. So I love Von Miller. Like, but that contract they gave him was insane. And I was surprised that he got that contract. I mean, you know, just because of his age and everything like that. So I would definitely not be surprised if they cut him at all. <laughs> Come on back He's to Denver. He says, I'll, I'll remember this. I've been on your IG for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the love, man. You can you can clip it, bro. I'll give you $500 if this if that take just full on everything actually happens. Dude, I will be shocked. I'll, bro, I'll I'm give a you. I'm man. I ain't going to lie. That's crazy. Bro, if that actually happens, that would be insane. 13 and 4, first round bye. Our offense better come out sling. Our, our defense has to be like <laughs> everything. Everything has to be clicking. I'm not going to lie. Everything. But, Everything in this, everything in this take has to happen, yeah. uh, and I will, I will give you that those uh, five five bands for sure. Um, let's see. Oh, Kobe Sports. He says I agree with y'all about Ben Powers. Um, e- well, that w- um, I- I'm the one that was fully on board with Ben Powers, yeah. Ethan Pitch, and Kayla McGarry. Dude, I'm just like, bro. If I could drool right now, I would do it. Like those are <laughs> those are the three guys that I am just slobbering over, dude. Like pause, like. <laughs> Those guys right there, bro. I would love. Oh my god, bro! I would love to have those guys in Denver. I'm not gonna lie, his hype is heating up a little bit. I I don't know. I don't. I don't know. If we get McGarry. I mean, I I think yeah. it's gonna be a sleeper team that's like the Texans might offer him bank. It, it's gonna be a lot of teams. Yeah. I, well, no, not even that. Maybe the Falcons do. The Falcons have tons of cap. Oh they yeah, if they're, if they're smart. Yeah, if they're smart, they'll they'll give him they'll bring him back on like a four year like eighty million dollar deal like something crazy. Well, ben, that's, ben, that's I'm not gonna lie, Ben. Ben Powers is realistic though. I, I, I could see us getting Ben Powers. I just I, I just really want Trey Turner. Yeah, like Ben Powers expect <laughs> Trey Turner. Oh my gosh, but <laughs> Ben Powers his expected contract is not it's not big at all. It's like literally under no, like five around like five million per season, maybe less than that. So Ben Powers, man, please just bring him in here to Denver. He's such an upgrade over Dalton Reisner. Bilbo saying Need McGarry, man, bro. I'm here r- right with you every night before I go to sleep. I'm praying for McGarry in Denver. So. Um, I would like to add a guard or center in draft instead of Pochich. Um, I'm kind of interested why you think that. I, I, I'm i not opposed to it, but I, I, mean, I definitely I'm, think stack the interior. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. I just think it's unrealistic for the draft because, um, you know, we got our, we got two-thirds, and I think they're going to spend at least one of those on tackles. They have to. I mean, I unless, like, we just go out and get two big-ticket tackles, we trade bowls and get two big-ticket tackles, then I don't then, – then, yeah, but – if we're going on a job, I think it's definitely tackle. They're going to definitely try to get at least one of those guys out of Ohio State or – I can't remember what the guy said. I think he's out of Wisconsin or something like that. But, yeah, definitely I think they're going to go tackle with the first pick, address the offensive line, whether that be center or tackle. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just really, really excited to see how the Broncos are going to finally fix this O-line this season. Um, Bilbo says we're trading Sutton in a fourth. We're trading Sutton in a fourth for a top second-round pick. I mean – I don't, I, I don't, I don't I'm know. not. Yeah, I I wouldn't give him and the fourth for the second. I just think that's a lot because uh, I, I'm just I don't want to trade our guys for nothing, man. I I just don't want. I mean, it's not nothing, but like it's just like 
we do better just keeping the third we have and keeping sudden because you know it's like that's just me I, I don't think unless we're getting like just sudden for a second or sudden for a low first then yeah but i don't want to give up sudden and the fourth yeah um i haven't watched much of poaches to be honest i just feel like having someone to develop with russ from the beginning um well, yeah he he has experience with Russ, though. That's the that's the yeah. thing. He, has he was in Seattle. Russ. He yeah. literally was in Cleveland only one year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was in Seattle the rest of his year, so he has experience with Russ. That's 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 why that's why we like really want him. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Jake has a big one. He says, "I think Judy can be a top five wide receiver in the league. His top his top route running is crazy good. Every time he got the ball last year, he made a space and got twenty yards. Get ro- old Russ back and Judy top five. Agree. I mean, why why wouldn't we agree? I mean." Yeah, Judy's a beast. Russ, I mean, I'm not too sure where you're really asking here. I mean, I mean, he's saying like, do we agree? I don't. Me personally, I don't think Judy's can be top. I think the receivers are stacked, man. I I don't think Judy can be top five. I think he his route running is definitely in the top of the league, like top three in the league. Um, but we just have to see. Like he could he could have one of those crazy years. I mean, he could have like a Michael Thomas type year, and I could definitely be wrong. But I man, the receivers in the league now, like the debate for top five is, is so close with a whole bunch of guys. I it's it's tough to say he'll be top that it's tough to say that he can be top five. Yeah. I think for him to be like top five, and I still I still think he he can be, but I think for him to be top five would be like just straight up trade Sutton. You know, use that to rebuild the offensive line and just like make your whole offense about Jerry Judy, like Minnesota and Kevin O'Connell does for Jay Jettas. That's something they would like just make this whole receiving game about Jerry Judy. That's something that would really need to, you know, happen for him to, you know, get that status. But at the same time, I don't know if Jerry Judy is really that, like, that guy yet in terms of being able to take that big of a workload week in and week out. Uh, we saw it over the last you know stretch of the season, but I have all the you know all the belief in the world that Jerry Judy can be up there with the top guys in the league. So I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you there. In terms of bringing an old Russ back, I don't know if that's gonna happen. I think um, Sean Payne is gonna kind of g- try to get the best version out of the the Russ that we have right now, if that makes any sense. Um, could you see Russ taking a pay cut? Uh, yeah. Not for the next few years, to be honest. Wow. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't really, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, but I don't really think he needs to. I mean, look at his salary for the next two years. I think it's eight million this upcoming season and seventeen the season after next. I don't, I think I'm right about that. Um, so I don't think he's gonna take one soon. He'll take one down the line, like, and I think after that it's like twenty three. I don't think it's it doesn't get high until the, like the last two years. I don't think where he goes from. Um, 50 million and 47 million. But I think by that time, I don't think he takes a pay cut. I think he's going to want his money at that point. See, there's a difference between taking a pay cut and converting your money to base salary. Yeah. So I think Russell Wilson won't take a pay cut um, until at least, at least after the season. And if he balls out, then he's definitely not going to want to take one. But I think this season, he wants to at least prove that he is worth this money. Um, uh, I'm pulling up his contract right now. So, um, yeah, 2023, he has a million base salary. So that's that's really small. Um yep. if the if the Broncos uh the Broncos literally cannot move on from him this year unless they just cut and trade a bunch of people. Um he literally has a dead cap hit of 107 million. So yeah, his cap hit <laughs> yeah, is, not his moving cap on hit from, is crazy. His cap hit is insane. So Broncos, yeah, Broncos are not gonna move on from Russ. 
Like his cap is twenty two million, but his dead cap oh is god. over a hundred mil. Oh my so, god! <laughs> yeah, and then literally his dead cap hit in twenty twenty four doesn't get much better. It's eighty five mil. Cap hit is thirty five mil. So the Broncos would go negative fifty, and uh, they would literally lose thirty million cap space moving on from Russ. So definitely, it's going to take a while. So so basically, yeah. we're just tied to Russell Wilson. Yeah. So I would say maybe maybe you'll see around like twenty twenty five. He can maybe, you know, you can see him maybe, maybe deciding to take a pay cut. I mean, he's at 37 million, and then you got 40, 44, and then 50. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I would say that's maybe, but over over these next two years, nah, I don't think we see that because he's not. I mean, it's just a it's kind of friendly. Yeah. So yeah, Cap, you know, next two years, I don't think him take I don't see him taking a pay cut. Do I see him maybe converting some of his, his cap space uh and his cap it to base salary to make it easier for the Broncos to um sign some free agents and trade for some free agents, like maybe Brandon Cooks? Yeah, I could see it happening, but I don't think I don't see the guy taking a cap, you know, to uh you know, taking a uh pay cut. So um that that's to answer your question there. Um Sierra Sierra's not letting Russ take a pay cut. Oh, that's hilarious. Dude, I saw this hilarious video on TikTok this morning. Um, it may have been last night, but um, you know how people are doing like those AI generated videos with like Aaron Rodgers, Joe Biden, Donald Trump. I saw him with Russ, dude. It's it's so funny. I'm debating <laughs> on posting it, but some people are gonna definitely um, they're, they're gonna need some kind of trigger warning. Um, it, it, it was so funny. I might I might post it today. Um, <laughs> uh, Russ doesn't want to be the husband with less. In- why why are you doing this? That's crazy. Why, I don't even know why I pulled up that question. How, how do you feel about Hamler? Dude, I love I love the guy. I love the guy so much. He's such a, a kind heart and such an awesome, funny, great person in the locker room. He just can't stay healthy, man. I just – hopefully with this new strength conditioning coach, everything changes. But I want to see the man succeed, man. I, I really feel I really feel bad for him. He went through so much, like, talking about how he wanted to, you know – commit suicide at a time and his his grandmother died that you know he the love of his life and his family and i i get emotional thinking about kj hamler i'm not gonna lie i i hope the best for the rest of him in, in his career yeah yeah i mean look i love kj i still don't think kj was being utilized like how he's supposed to be i think that he really hasn't got his fair shot yet i mean the guy i mean i thought it was gonna be this year but I, for some for some reason hackett was like nah we're not gonna play kj like it was just the weirdest thing crazy. ever yeah like he wasn't even getting targets a game i'm like wow like why is he here then but no i i think i, I do like kj and he's still on his rookie deal but i think we got to get him the ball. I feel like if you give him the ball, man, we can finally see what KJ is. And I hate that it is taking this long in his career for him to finally start getting the ball. I mean, he was a second round pick. You know what I'm saying? So you're expecting second round picks to come in and just be, just be crazy and just, it, 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 it's not even on him. I mean, yeah, he's been hurt and everything like that, but the rest of that has been on the Broncos, man, just coaching, not utilizing him. I, and I don't get why it's been so hard to utilize him. He's literally a speedster. Just get him the ball, deep ball, or get him the ball short and let him run. I just – it's just it's sad. Yeah, yeah. I, I really I really do feel bad for the guy. He de- he deserves the, the absolute best chance to become, you know, a wide receiver three in this league. It's just going to be really tough with maybe the Broncos looking into Brandon Cooks or Michael Thomas. Um, and then obviously you still got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sun, and Tim Patrick coming back. So but, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. Yeah, but I, I will say with Sean Payton, I think it's more likely that KJ stays because he fits Sean Payton's scheme down to the T. And he I does. yeah, he does. So I unless like 
it's mutual. I don't really see. I would hate to see us move on from KJ because I'm telling you what's gonna happen if he goes to any other team like that's like somewhat good and has a quarterback. KJ is gonna ball out, and we're just, it's gonna make every Bronco fan sick because he, you know, what I'm saying. So I really just hope that we keep him. I hope we do because he deserves it, man. He deserves to just get the ball. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I, I hate how every receiver that comes here they have. So, we always talk about how they have so much potential, but it's just the injuries that the injuries and the coaching and the play calling is always what holds holds these skill positions back. I I hate it for them so much, and especially for KJ because everybody's talking so much about just you know move on from KJ and. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm one of those people that really wants Brandon Cooks to step in here and be our deep threat yeah, I do, I do. Um, just because I want the best chance for us to win a championship this year. But it's just KJ, man. I Do I want to keep him? Hell yeah. Let, let's keep, keep him down. Him, the, yeah, keep him down in the depth chart. I mean, he's on a rookie contract. Why would you want to? Yeah. I mean, maybe you want to try to get something out of him, you know, if he has a great tra- <laughs> uh, uh, preseason. But um, I, 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 I like what we've seen from, you know, KJ. Um, but it's just it's just staying the staying on the field factor. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. I, I think you know, just I mean, because I've always said it, it's either gonna be sudden to KJ. I think if we do get get rid of wide receiver, and I yeah, it's looking like it might be end up being sudden. I just feel like even even if you do get Brandon Cooks, you could still keep Hamler and just use them both. Yeah. Um, if they hire Vance Joseph or Rex Ryan, I give up on the Broncos, man. Hey, what's up, Passion? I haven't seen you in the chat. Uh, it's hilarious. Just right now, my motherfucking guys. What's up, man? How, how are so, you, Mar? You see the this dude they hire Vance Joseph over Rex Ryan. I give up on the Broncos. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. No, no. I I I don't get it, man. Like why? Like I I'm not saying I hate the guy, but why? Like I I, I have to know why. Like it's no other candidates, but it's just crazy. Like yeah, like what else can we do at this point? But like, I just why would you hire Vance Joseph over Rex Ryan? Like, it, oh I, I'm, no, I'm this this comment, bro. <laughs> Are you serious right now? I'm not even gonna say nothing about that. Is he even employed? I don't think he's employed. Do not want. I definitely do not want Pat Sherman nowhere near Broncos forever. Like, Pat Sherman was so terrible. Guy, I, I, I remember when we hired him. I was just like, ah. I don't know about Pat Shermer. <laughs> best off, best offensive mind in the league. Do not sleep. I prefer Rex Ryan because we've been down this road before with VJ. I mean, it's just a different situation, man. It's a different it, situation. It, it, I mean, because now you're focusing just on him being a coordinator. And, like, I will give him this. The defense wasn't terrible. It, it wasn't awful. I mean, but I, I will say the – um. It wasn't great, and a lot of that had to do with because the quarterback's turning the ball over too. But I just – I don't want it, man. I just – I don't want that back. Like, we've already been through Vance Joseph. Like you said, we've already been down that road. It, it, it just – it needs to be Rex Ryan. We're going to hire anybody. I think Sean Payton's going to hire Rex Ryan, though. Oh, yeah, me too. I think that's that's going to be the guy. I, I would have yeah. to – I would predict, like – I would say today's Tuesday. I would say probably, like, Thursday. Thursday morning, I'm going to predict now we hire uh, Rex Ryan in the morning. Are the Broncos actually serious about MT? I don't want him over Cooks. Um, I we haven't even got any confirmation that they're looking into either. It's just speculation yeah. right now. So uh, yeah. we, it's not that they're serious about either one. It's just speculation amongst uh, the media right now. Yeah, but, and it, if we do get Michael Thomas, it's going to be tricky because we're going to probably have to come off really high draft capital, probably our third round pick. And if we do, we, and we would do that because we we would want the Saints to eat up a lot of his cap. 
So we don't have like a second round pick or anything like that. It's kind of it would be like Teddy B. How we got Teddy B traded him and the Panthers took up a lot of his cap because I think isn't his cap his sixty million or something like what is it next year? Isn't it like some crazy number? He has the highest in the league. Wait for uh, Brandon Cooks or you no? Michael I'm talking Thomas? about Michael Thomas. Yeah, fifty nine million dollar cap is. Sorry, I was looking at the question. That's no. So I mean, if anything, he would have to get cut. I don't really see us trading for him. But him getting cut, I, I don't really see them doing it because it's just they, they lose a lot of money. But, I mean, you never know. If the Saints really want to go in full rebuild mode, then we'll see. Um, Philip asks, do you think we get any other D.C. candidates to be the in the defensive staff, staff in lesser positions like Desai or someone? I think Desai would just go back to, um, yeah. you know, Seattle. I think they'll welcome him back with open arms. But um, out, of these D, out of these D.C. candidates – trying to really I'm really thinking about them. I don't I don't think so honestly. I think if we just get Rex Ryan, he's going to bring in his former guys to bring with him. Also, one thing I completely forgot to mention in this podcast, Rex Ryan and Mike Westhoff, um they go back. They they go back. He worked uh, you know, obviously there's been there's been experience there um, you know, with the Jets. So they definitely go back. Um, so I think there's a that's another indication that the Broncos might be moving in the direction of uh, Rex Ryan as the hire here. Um, passion asks, uh, he says getting rid of Sutton would personally hurt because I personally know Sutton and have been a Broncos fan my whole life. I remember vividly how excited I was when the Broncos drafted him. That's cool that you, uh, per- per- uh you know, personally know him, but yeah, yeah it, it would hurt. Yeah, it, it would hurt, but, um, it's just, it's tricky, man. Like it, yeah. I would, yeah, I, I wouldn't give him up just for nothing though. It would have to be, definitely. Not. it would have to be a lot. Um, Jake says, uh, do you think we would have been no. better off with Drew Locke no. this last no. season? Consider no. we had a better record. <laughs> no, no. People are actually no. still on this Bro, train. Man, dude. I'm not going to lie. Like, that was the most frustrating of it. Like, people like, man, y'all would have been better if I had Drew Locke. Like, bro, did you not watch the tape on Drew Locke? Like, I, it's, and it made me even more mad because I had faith in him. You know what I'm saying? I had faith in Drew Locke. I'm like, he could actually be somewhat decent. Like, because I went to the Broncos-Texans game. The, in those five games he played in the season, oh, yeah. he was just going crap. I'm like, man, I, I, I like Drew Log. Like, he he could be something. Could. That went all the way. I was like, when, with that game we played Tennessee, I'm like, yeah, he it doesn't look like he's looking. He's anything. He's a guy. And he's just terrible. 16 picks and he missed a whole bunch of games. Man, if it, him and Nathaniel Hackett would be the worst quarterback coach duo in NFL history. They would just – it would be horrible. Absolutely terrible. No, we wouldn't have been better. Yeah, uh, we, we we started this podcast, um, you know, in March of last year, um, and you know it, it, we're coming up on our one year anniversary, so we we didn't have the podcast going uh, during the Drew Lock season. But um, if I if I would have had it, and you guys for even my all my IG followers on my story, you guys know I've been I was a Teddy B guy the whole season, not a Drew Lock guy. Yeah, and and for even my Instagram lives, you guys know I do not like Drew Lock. Um, I honestly would have rather rolled with uh, Brett Rippon. And it's just that point where Brad Rippon is more safe with the ball than Drew Locke. The dude just turned over the ball too much in times where we did not need to turn over. It was we like had one of our we had one of our best games against the pass that season with against Cam Newton, and the dude just randomly ch- was chucking up interceptions and nearly choked I the don't, game. I don't get it. Like I like well, I went back and watched like his interception tape. I really don't know what he was thinking or what he was seeing. Like he's, he's throwing the ball in double coverage. He's throwing it straight to the DBs. Like I. I don't get it. I've never seen a quarterback play that bad before. Just turning it over. 
Dre B, welcome in the chat, bro. Um, he says, do you think Tim Patrick coming back will have a big effect on Russ? Definitely. They yes. we talked so much about their uh their connection in uh you know back at his uh his home. Um, I believe I think it was in Florida or wherever. Um, but in his backyard, uh, he obviously you saw all the videos and stuff. Most of them were to Tim Patrick, and they were hit really hitting it off. You know, before he got injured around like OTA uh, period. But yeah, they I think they have a great connection. It's going to show on the field this year. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I love Tim Patrick. He's probably one of my favorite players on the team. Like, got to be top three, top four players on the team. I love Tim Patrick. Yes, I think him coming back, I think – just disregard that. I think I think him coming back definitely, definitely will be huge. I mean, you, you're talking about a guy who went the whole season without dropping a pass. And I think, you know, Russ, he's got to rely on somebody. I, I really could feel like he could be a safety a safety blanket. And with Sean Payton, he's just going to draw up straight go routes, jump balls. But think about Tim Patrick. He's an underrated route runner. I mean, he's really good. So, yeah. Uh, we already kind of talked about this one. Welcome to the chat, uh, Tuxedo, bro. I think that's uh, what's his, I think that's what's his face. Yeah, um, it is. It's Brody. What's, Brody, what's up, man? Thanks for uh, joining the chat. Um, should KJ's career, uh, Bronco career be over or should he get another chance? We, we already had a whole, you know, I believe it was like 10 minute discussion on it, yeah. but, um, he definitely should, he definitely should be back. Um, you know, until at least the trade deadline, if he just disappoints, he can't stay on the field. Um, then, uh, I would definitely, I would definitely say trade him. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you, do you think that we would have at least <laughs> had a one win? If we had Drew Locke this season, I mean, duh. I mean, the defense would have the defense carried. Russ we would have beat the Texans. Yeah, I mean, I would say yes. We, we would have beat the Texans every other game. I, I think we would know. at least uh, come on, at least two wins, at least two wins. Who else would we have beat? I, I mean, <laughs> all right. Let's let, let's see. We had the the Texans win. We had uh, my the Niners really win. I got a. The Niners win. We wouldn't have won that with Drew Locke. You know, Russ, that was a great last drive by him. Jacksonville. I think it's, I think it's like, well, actually Jacksonville is kind of, but I think, I think it's unfair to really compare these two situations because there's two different styles at how they mesh in the offense and situations plays a big factor into this. Um, I I don't know. I, I I don't know. I I think two wins though. I say I'm going one. I, I, I'm going to bare minimum. I mean, because the thing about Russ, Russ didn't turn the ball over that bad. I mean, he had, of course, he had the terrible game with the Rams, but he wasn't terrible. He wasn't constantly just turning the ball over. So, I mean, I think that played a part with the games being so close. But we have Drew Locke. I mean, we, Broncos getting blown out, like, a isn't, lot of those games. Isn't that crazy, though? We would have been, like, 1-16, and 2-15, and 15, and we would have been in prime position to get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. We would have that, had that no, I'm saying if we because oh. if we had Drew Locke, then we wouldn't have traded it for Russell Wilson oh, yeah, in the first place. Right, right, yeah. yeah, so that that would have been crazy, bro. I'm such a CJ Stroud fan, but no, I love CJ Stroud, dog. Yeah, Drew Locke would throw six picks against the Rams. That's hilarious. Oh, remember Brandon Allen's short run? That was those are some good times, dude. I actually no, have, I remember that. I archived the post, but I I made a post saying, "Do you think? Do you guys think Brandon Allen could be the future here in Denver after?" That? What game After, did he have that was good? It was a game against the Bengals, wasn't it? Yeah, the Bengals. No offense, yes. seventy-five yard touchdown. We all were so convinced that he would actually be a, like a bridge starter here. Oh, that's a, that's hilarious. That just shows how like in purgatory and depression this whole fan base is in. One thing I give Brandon Allen, he's got a good mentality. He's got good uh, yeah, he's got good attitude. That's about it. <laughs> um. 
uh, this is not Broncos talk, but uh, but what do you all think about the XFL? I personally love it. Uh, I didn't watch any live games. I know, uh, Jordan, you can talk about it. You went to the Roughnecks game. Paxton Lynch, man. <laughs> yes. I loved it. Yeah, Paxton Lynch is terrible. Um, but, no, the, the XFL is fun. But, yeah, I went to see Paxton Lynch throw a couple picks. Um, I mean, the XFL is fun. I mean, you know, it's not – it's good to see, like, you know, another – just, you know, some have some type of football. But, I mean, okay. I'll sleep on that. <laughs> Man, I'm not gonna lie. Like, Jesus Christ, man, Paxton Lynch is terrible. God. Oh man, we have all the pick Paxton Lynch lovers in here, and then all the Melvin Gordon um, haters in here. So, just a perfect combo, right? Should the Broncos tank this year if it doesn't work out? Should Broncos tank if this year doesn't work no, out again? No, no, no that's just no. that's kind of Sean, Sean Payton doesn't tank. Sean Payton doesn't tank. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not gonna have any of that. Go and read some of the few comments here. I'm going to go get a water. Okay. Okay, let's see. You got – what games do you guys plan on going to this season, and what is the game you want to watch most, KC versus us or Jets versus us? Well, I, me personally, I, I'm going to the Texans versus Broncos game. I don't know when it's going to be, but I'm definitely going to try to get um, sideline seats most definitely. Um, which XFL team do you support? I, I go for the Roughnecks. I, I don't really root for, like, a lot of Houston teams, but I go for the Roughnecks. Uh, Brock Osweiler or Melvin Gordon, Jesus Christ. Um, I'd probably say Brock Osweiler. Brock, I, man, Melvin is terrible. Brock Osweiler led us to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Look at this dude's troll. Look at this troll, father. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Y'all are some trolls, bro. Man, bro, Melvin Gordon, dog. I can't. I, I can't with Melvin. I'm not gonna lie. Like, man, do you know look, this dude? Do you know no, this dude? I don't know. I no, I don't. But you know what's funny, man? Like, everybody go check out JMX Sports and type in Melvin Gordon. I hate Melvin Gordon. I, I brought up every single game that that man fumbled as a Bronco. It was like what it, it oh you did bro. Yes, I pulled up every single game. I, I put it in a montage of Melvin Gordon just fumbling. Like, I hate it so much, man. Oh, dude, that profile picture has got me cracked up, dude. It's not even just the picture itself. It's just the fact that y'all are changing your profile pictures, bro. Which XFL team do you support? I don't, I'm not going to be honest. I'm not really interested. I said by the, the Roughnecks, man. But... Hey, well, I'm, I'm going with them because, look, look, man, they got they got Wade Phillips as the head coach, man. You, you, you got to love Wade Phillips. Stu said Brock Osweiler led us to Super Bowl. He must go in the, the ring of fame, shouldn't he, now? Brock Osweiler, man. It was, man, I, man, I'm going to tell you a funny story about Brock Osweiler. It was so funny because, you know, living in Houston and stuff, like, my stepdad is a, a Texan fan, whatever. Oh, man, it was the funniest. I remember, like, day one of free edition, I'm like, oh, man, we lost Brock Osweiler. I was like, man, that's tough. I was kind of hoping he came back. And, like, my stepdad was like, yeah, we got him. Like, we gave him that money. I said, y'all gave him 72 mil. Man, that whole season was just hilarious. And somehow, somehow, some of the Texans made the playoffs. Then they traded him to Cleveland for like nothing, and that, that it was just so fun. Brock Osweiler is hilarious to me. I'm not gonna lie. People actually okay. thought Brock Osweiler that, that that's the one LAW not bringing back Brock Osweiler because everybody thought everybody thought Brock Osweiler was the, gonna be the next man. But he did bring him back. Remember? Yeah, he brought him back after he got bounced down, <laughs> and we paid him. We paid him pennies. That's the funny thing about it. I was like, wow, Texans really gave him <clears> 72 million dollars and just gave up on him after one after like two seasons. It's hilarious. I specifically remember us bringing him back, and he played against the uh, the Washington, um, you know, the team name at the time. But uh, 
that that that, that game was uh, interesting to say the least. I completely missed this comment. Uh, I want to talk about this. Yeah. What games you guys plan to go, go into the season, and what is the game you want to watch the most? KC versus us or Jets versus us? I'm I'm going to the Bears game this season. I got I'm gonna get tickets when they come out, but I'm really really excited about that. It's here at uh you know at, Sh- at Soldier Field. I know they're gonna go to Arlington Park now. They uh they purchased that uh whole new renovation, but yeah, I'm going to the the Broncos and Bears game. I'm excited about that, and I might fly out for uh, a Denver home game as well. Um, but oh, what game really? am I most? Ex- yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really thinking about it. I might also uh, fly out for a uh, training camp. I'm really excited about that. Got Let some, me know uh, if you do. Over there. Let me know yeah, if you do. Sure. Excited about that. But yeah, I, I would love to do some training camp coverage straight from the you know the sidelines. That'd be so awesome. You know, we got like I said, guys, we got lots of plan for uh, lots of plan for this podcast this year. But um, yeah, yeah, what game in terms of what game I'm most excited for? I, I'm not. Off the top of my head, I'm not really sure, but if I had to say one, it'd definitely be the Chiefs. I'm tired of the, their, their fans and their their team and the success they've had and the dynasty they're building, all the shit that they've talked and putting our offensive linemen on trash cans. I'm so, I'm so fucking ready for this shit. Give us them yeah. week one. Yeah, yeah. I, I was telling them when um, you left. I was like, I'm, I'm going to the Broncos Texans game and they playing me in Houston. Oh, you are. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get the the closest season. Yeah, I'm, me and my brother, we're buying tickets as soon as they come available. Nah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I can't wait for it. Like that's the game I'm ready to see. I just I want to see a Broncos domination. I'm trying to see a Broncos win. We go out there and dominate. But I ain't gonna lie that I have a little streak going on. I don't know what it is like. In sports, period, like every game, like I, I rarely go to like games, but I'm just on a streak. I went to the Raptors game, and then the Raptors went to the finals that season. I went to the Heat game, the Heat went to the finals. Nice. I, I, I went and saw the Rams play last season, and the Rams went to the championship. And then I, I went to the Philly game this year. So just trying to keep that streak going. Nice. Uh, going to sporting events are just the best thing. I, I personally haven't been to too many, so I definitely, I definitely got to start going to more. Um, <clears throat> Hoping I can go to an LA game. Aiden, make sure you go to a Chargers game because it'll basically feel like a home game for the Broncos. So make sure make sure you go to a Broncos Chargers game. Man, their fans are awful. They're I'll be awful. at the Broncos Lions game. Uh, is that one going to be in Detroit or uh, Denver? I think it. Yeah, it's going to be in Detroit because they the, the Mary's Thomas game was at Denver, so it should be in Detroit. That's dope. I can actually go to that game. I, I live. If you guys don't know, I live here in uh, Chicago, so that won't be too far for me. I can go to that game, but. Well, we'll see. I, I want to go to the Broncos Bears game, and then I want to go. I want to fly to Denver for a home game. Um, looking forward to the plans you have with the podcast. It's been great so far, Philip. You've been one of our biggest supporters. I really do appreciate you, man. Seriously, <laughs> you're you're always in the chat, always commenting, always liking, always watching the pod, and giving us you know what your thought your thoughts. I really do appreciate you, man. Um, I'm one and one at Broncos games. Uh, 49ers, we won. Ravens, we lost. Hey, I mean, you win some, you lose some, right? I'm undefeated. I've been to I've been to two and we're two and zero. Oh. Bro, this dude's talking about Bilbo's profile, bro. Look at yours, dude. Oh my! Oh God. man, this dude's funny, bro. This dude's funny. How many How many Super Bowls do you think we will win before uh, 2030? Um, we're 2023. I'm just I'm gonna set the expectation low. I'm gonna say at least one, at least one. I mean, I expect this to appear in a few, but we gotta win at least one, right, before we hit the new decade. Um, I'll go one, definitely. I, I, I'm gonna say one, cause uh, I don't want to go crazy and predict like three yeah. or f- some crazy That's stuff crazy. like that. Yeah, I'll say one, just cause we're in 2023 and we got to see how everything goes out. But I do think we will win one in the Russ era, just like how we got one in the Peyton era. I think we'll get one in the Russ era. I think Russ will get one Super Bowl here. 
Nice, nice. That gives us uh, some hope for the fans. Um, last time I went to a Chargers Broncos game, it was in San Diego, and the Chargers won. I mean, it, honestly, it feels like since they went to located relocated to Los Angeles, their fans have gotten even worse. So, well, we'll see how that goes. It's kind of funny. I love it, man. I love looking at their games, and they have no one in the stadium. We'll get another before the Cowboys. Yes, we will. <laughs> that's that's a lock. Are you kidding, bro? Man, the, man, I'm not gonna lie. The Cowboys are so screwed, brother. They're fraud. I'm not. They're fraud. I ain't gonna lie. They're stuck with Dak because they can't do anything. J- Jerry, Jerry, too profitable to trade him. Yeah. Uh man, Dak is such a good person. He's gone obviously through so much in his life. If you guys, you know, play pay close attention to the off the field stuff, he's been through a lot, man. He's been through a lot, but man, on the field, I don't think he. I don't think he's a guy, man. I think that I think Dallas, if they if they were really smart, they need to own up to their mistake and figure out how to. No way, bro! Y'all are some dick riders. What is this shit? <laughs> oh, you guys are so funny, bro! You guys are funny. Self dated profile pic. I'm milk. <laughs> I live in PA, and there there will be no Dak loving. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I mean, yeah, Dak's a good person, but like, like the player, man, just. Oh God, I I be feeling so bad because like you know I, I grew up with Cowboy fans and it's just so sad. Like it's it's so sad because this man Dak be throwing so he it's just like he's not clutch. He be throwing straight picks, like picks after picks after picks. Like it's hilarious. The Cowboys are screwed. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, yeah, we've been live for about an hour and thirty. I think that's gonna wrap up today's episode. Super, you know, super uh, happy with how this episode went today, and you know, our first live stream of the Broncos Avenue podcast. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed this one today. Um, super, super fun. Um, you know, going over all the Broncos, you know, DC candidates, special team, uh, you know, hires. Uh, all you guys' live comments, you guys are you guys are pretty funny. And all the Melvin Gordon hating, all the Paxton Lynch meat riding. It's 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 kind of funny. Um, and then. Obviously, all of your guys' questions answered from the IG. Um, you know, obviously the IG poll. Get, I mean, make sure to include you guys's. Um, you know, uh, include you guys all your guys' questions and your uh, you know usernames. Um, make sure. I hope you guys like the uh, episode. Um, like Philip, you know, perfect here. Um, Philip says like the video, so you guys gotta appreciate go like it, the video. Yeah, appreciate all the love, man. Make sure you guys uh, go subscribe. Um, <clears throat> thanks, Jake Yates, for the idea. Uh, you're not funny, bro. <laughs> Uh, please stop this. This is not this is not going to be a thing. I swear, for the next time we go live and all the profile pictures are this and this, I, I will lose my shit, dude. But yeah, you, you got you guys are funny. You guys are funny, man. Seriously, um, we'll do this more often. Yeah, for sure, guys. We're gonna definitely gonna go live more often. Uh, make sure you guys are subscribed on YouTube. We finally hit 400 subs. Thank you guys so much for the love, man. Seriously, um, pushing for 500 next. Um, I'm going to go ahead and see if I can upload this to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If we can't, it's perfectly fine. We're still going to go live here on YouTube um, at least once a week. We'll see how our schedule looks. But um, plenty more episodes coming on the Broncos Avenue Podcast. Um, had to join the you know the wave of live podcasts. Hope you guys enjoyed um, you know today. And everybody that stayed in the chat all throughout, you know, I see 13 people in here right now. Seriously, I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, the chat's going to get bigger and bigger as we continue to do these. Um, it's just four likes. There's 14 of us in here. Hey, it's calling you guys out, man. Hit the like button. Um, but the, the subscribe button definitely means a lot more um, to us. I really do appreciate anybody who sits there, takes two seconds, subscribes, hits notifications. Um, so you guys never miss any of these live episodes of the Broncos Avenue podcast. 
Uh, but hope you guys enjoyed uh, today's episode. Um, ha- you know, have a great, have a great day. You know, especially you, yeah. Jake, and everybody that came in W stream. Appreciate you, Jay. Seriously. Um, but Jordan, anything you want to say to close out the episode? Um, I'll just say this, man. Let's hope. Let's really hope that we hire Rex Ryan, man. And um, everybody that's in here, man, have a great week, man. We're going to try to get back on here, you know, one mm-hmm. of these days this week. But everybody have a great week, man. Stay safe. Yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed today's episode. Uh, we'll be live again pretty soon. Uh, more episodes coming out. Also, uh, this Saturday, all I got to say is stay tuned. May or may not have a specific Broncos player on the podcast. Super excited to get this one going. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, make sure you guys have notifications on so you do not miss it and subscribe. Uh, but yeah, with that being said, um, stay tuned. I'm your host, Amir, with my co-host, Jordan. Thanks for joining today's live stream. Until the next one, peace. Peace.